Hey, you're listening to episode one of Make and Multiply, a podcast devoted to equipping the members of Emmaus Road Church to make and multiply disciples of Jesus Christ in Sioux Falls. The people of Emmaus Road are committed to regular rhythms of gathering and scattering. We gather corporately in worship on Sunday mornings. We gather in missional communities and discipleship huddles throughout the week. And then we scatter throughout our city in our everyday lives where we want to give every resident of Sioux Falls repeated opportunities to hear and respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm Ryan Chase, one of the pastors at Emmaus Road. And in in this episode, I want to share with you several observations from Ephesians 3 and 4 to encourage you as you gather regularly with the other people in your discipleship huddle. The first encouragement is this, you will never grasp the love of Christ anywhere more deeply than you do in community with other believers. I get that from Ephesians 3, 18 through 19, where Paul prays for Christians and he prays that you may have strength to comprehend, here's the key phrase, with all the saints, what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Paul's prayer for your ability to comprehend and grasp the extent of the love of Christ is specifically a prayer that you will comprehend that love of Christ together with all the saints. So the encouragement here is that God means for you to experience and to know and to taste his love in community with other believers. I actually got an email recently from somebody who said they were interested in checking out our church, uh, but they had a bunch of checklist items they wanted to make sure we agreed with first. And one of them, uh, this person wanted to know if we agreed that the most important time anybody could spend on earth was time alone praying and reading the Bible. While it's incredibly important for us to have a regular discipline of reading God's word personally, praying personally, I would not be willing to say that the most important time you spend is all by yourself. God means for us to be in community with other believers. And so if that time alone with God is not also um, overflowing in regular time in community with other people, then something's missing. God means for you to grasp the love of Christ with all the saints. And so that is an encouragement to us as we regularly gather in our discipleship huddles. Second encouragement is this, your participation in the church is the way that God intends to glorify his grace on earth. Ephesians 3, 20 through 21, Paul says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So the key phrase there is to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus. So it it tends to be more clear to us that God is glorified in Christ Jesus in the person and the work of Christ. But Paul is also saying that God is glorified in the church, which is the body of Christ. And so your personal participation in the life of the church, in spiritual community, as you gather regularly with other saints, other members of Emmaus Road Church, that is where and how God means to magnify his glory and display his glory on earth. And so that is a tremendous encouragement to us as we gather knowing this is how God is making the glory of his grace known on earth. Third encouragement, the source of your unity with others is the very oneness of God himself. Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, Paul 
urges believers to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, worthy of the calling to which you have been called with humility and gentleness, with patience. And then here's where he urges unity. He says, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. But then he gives the grounds for that unity and and the basis for his encouragement to bear with one another in love. He says, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. And so this encouragement to bear with one another and to be eager and desirous and willing to maintain unity is grounded in the oneness of God himself. First encouragement to me is the fact that Paul has to encourage believers to bear with one another just reminds me that we all uh, are going to encounter situations where it's challenging and our the, the reaction of our flesh is going to be to give up on people, to be frustrated with people, to criticize people, uh, to prefer to not be with other people. And yet scripture calls us to maintain this unity, the unity that we have, not because we're trying to create it, but because God is one and we are united to him. And so in him, we have this unity and we want that to be expressed in our community with one another. We are one body because we have been joined to Christ as the head. And then Paul speaks of each member of the Trinity here. He says there's one spirit. That, that's the Holy Spirit. There is one Lord. That's Jesus Christ. There is one God and Father over all. And so he's speaking of the oneness of Father, Son, and Spirit. And he reminds us there is only one faith. There is only one baptism. There is only one hope. And so the unity we have is that we are all trusting in that one God together, that one gospel together. And so As you gather with members of your discipleship huddle, know that unity in that group is not built on the foundation of uh, your personalities or your ability to get along together. It's, It's rooted in the oneness of God himself. And then as you bear with one another and maintain that unity, then God's oneness is expressed in the community that you share with each other. Fourth encouragement, you have received empowering grace to serve the church. Let me say that again. You have received empowering grace to serve other members of the church. Ephesians 4, 7, and 8 says, Grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he, Christ, ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. Grace was given. Christ gave gifts to men. So, according to the measure of Christ's gift, grace has been given to each one of us. So, two things that that should do to you. One, it should remind you and encourage you that when you gather with other members of Emmaus Road Church, you have personally been given a gift from Christ, empowered by his grace to serve others and build them up. Secondly, it should remind you that Grace has been given to each other member in your group. So you should gather with an expectancy that the the very grace of Christ poured out in their lives is going to be a blessing to you. So you have received this grace from Christ 
and he means for you to use that gift for the for the good of those around you fifth encouragement god has called you to one another ministry you should be confident that god means for you to be actively engaged in this kind of uh soul care for each other. Ephesians 4, 11 through 12 says that Christ gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. It's our conviction that ministry is not something done by paid professionals. Ministry is the work that the saints are called to. All the members of the church are called to. So apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers, they are called to equip the saints for the work of ministry. But it's the saints themselves who carry out the work of ministry, which, according to this verse, is specifically building up the body of Christ, strengthening the faith of each member, encouraging each other. So that kind of one another ministry, that kind of soul care is what God has called you to. You have an incredible role to play and you can actually take responsibility to participate in the process of being equipped for the work of ministry. And that begins by recognizing that's what God has called you to. Sixth encouragement, God's agenda for everyone in your huddle is to make them more like Jesus. And you could expand this out to everyone in your missional community, everyone in our church. God's agenda is to make each of us more like Jesus. So you should go into every gathering with other members of Emmaus Road Church knowing God is at work He has a plan. He has a purpose. He has a blueprint. There is something specific he is doing in all of us, and that is making us more like Jesus. Ephesians 4.13 says, Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So God is building us up, creating maturity in us, conforming us to the the likeness of the fullness of Christ. And that's a help to us because the temptation we all face is that when we gather with other people, we are primarily aware of how they do or do not measure up to our own standards, our own preferences, um, what we would like to see more of in them. And you might be able to think of certain um, annoyances or grievances or areas of immaturity, things you would like to see changed in somebody else. Uh, This would apply to people in your huddle, people in your family, people around you at any given time. But when you go into those relationships knowing that it's not your agenda for them that matters, it's God's. And what God is doing in every person at every moment, if you stop in, in the midst of any relationship you have and ask, what is God up to and how can I join him in that? You, you know from Ephesians 4.13 that what God is up to is making people more like Jesus. So there is an objective standard outside of us, and that is Christ. And so pray that way and think that way. And Aim your desires in that direction for the other members of your huddle and your missional community, the other members of our church. Uh, Pray that God would make each of us more and more like Jesus, that we would grow in this kind of maturity. That's what God means to do in us. Seventh encouragement, the way that you help others grow up into Christ is by speaking the gospel fluently. Speaking the gospel fluently is the way that you are going to play a part in building others up. Ephesians 4.15 says, Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, 
into Christ. The way we grow up into maturity in Christ is by each member of the body of Christ speaking the truth in love. That, that's what we call gospel fluency. And it means being able to see how the gospel applies to uh, each person's soul in the midst of whatever their situation is. It's our conviction that every situation is a gospel situation. Every problem is a gospel problem because wherever you find human beings, you find human souls. And wherever you find human souls, whatever the external problems are, whether they're mechanical or medical or financial or whatever, there's a soul. And if there's a soul, then that soul's response to the situations and the circumstances is a gospel issue. And so we want to have the, the gospel fluency to recognize not just what's going on circumstantially in each other's lives, but how are our souls responding to life? And what are we tempted to trust in and rely on other than Christ? And what are we desiring other than Christ? And what are we telling ourselves? And what are we believing other than the, the truth of God's word? And where is unbelief setting in? And where are we responding sinfully to our circumstances? When you start to see that, then you can speak with care and love and grace and gospel fluency in every situation. And that is specifically the way that God brings growth and maturity in every other member. So being equipped to play your role in building up the body of Christ really means growing in gospel fluency. So make that your goal this year. Eighth encouragement, everyone in your huddle has a vital role to play. Ephesians 4.16 says, From whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. That's an incredible statement that Christ is the head of the body, but his body is joined and held together by every other joint with which, with which it is equipped. That means every single member plays a crucial part in the body. And the verse says, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Every single member has a part to play, but it's conditional when each part is working properly. So it doesn't happen by default. And it's important that each individual take personal responsibility to be working properly within the body, which means first being submitted to Christ as the head and then growing in gospel fluency, speaking the truth in love to one another so that the body is built up. The encouragement here is that every person, every member in your huddle, your missional community, in our church has a role. Uh, nobody is superfluous. Nobody is extra. Uh, nobody is unneeded. Everyone has a part to play, and so we, we should value one another because of that and long to see each person working properly, finding their place in community, speaking the truth, growing in gospel grace, and in this way, Christ will build his church. So I hope those eight observations from Ephesians 3 and 4 encourage you as you continue to participate in gospel community. Uh, I would encourage you to go spend some time reading and praying through and meditating on those texts in Ephesians 3 and 4 and look forward to a great year of growing in our discipleship huddles together.
Hey, thanks for listening to Make and Multiply. If you have questions about anything related to discipleship huddles or gospel fluency, please email me at ryan at emmausroadsf.com. If you're not currently part of a missional community or a discipleship huddle, let me know and I would love to help you get connected.